All right. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Danso Pitch Podcast. I am your host, Charles Danso. Happy New Year for our first time and last time listeners. I hope everybody enjoyed your New Year's. They stay safe. 2022 is going to be a great year ahead. I'm joined by my co-host, my business partner, my friend, Daniel. Mr. Goodman, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, man. Happy New Year to all of you. Wishing nothing but great vibes, you know, good health and greater wealth, you know, and in today's topic, I think that's the perfect segue, you know, um, have a great topic for y'all today. Uh, man, Apple, you know, shit. Yeah, yeah Apple, <laughs> Apple, giant. Apple's been busy. Um, a lot of people, we've, we've been on holiday. Apple is still grinding as, as Daniel will kind of touch upon a little bit of myself, but just to kind of brief everybody, if you've been following the news this week, if you've been just checking anything online, if you're on social media, whatever the case is, you've obviously heard Apple has a $3 trillion market cap. Now, I as, as I was growing up, I didn't even know a trillion dollars was a real dollar value. So <laughs> as I've gotten into the corporate lifestyle, I've actually learned that companies could actually make this kind of money, which is astronomical, sounds insanely crazy. But what we wanted to highlight this episode was, as Daniel mentioned, is why is Apple making this kind of money even in because we've been hearing in the last past years that their iphone sales hasn't been as high as past it seems that whenever they're coming out with a new iphone they're just updating the camera nothing crazy is really happening so how are they making this kind of money how are they able to obtain this kind of wealth over the years time we're going to touch upon that in this episode and also highlight other companies that we may think could make some noise in the year and years ahead following Apple suit as a high market capitalization. So to start this episode, I want to first highlight what exactly is market capitalization. Now, market capitalization is the number of shares a company has times outstanding shares. So what exactly does that mean? That means that Apple is a publicly traded company. That means it's on the stock exchange. So basically for anyone that's invested in the stock market, that means you can actually buy stock of Apple. So Apple has a certain number of shares that the company can actually give out as a publicly traded company because you have shareholders that hold it, which is yourself, as well as people that actually are on the board of Apple. So this is who Tim Cook, the CEO, and the rest of his staff have to report to. So, <laughs> so every, every company that's publicly traded has its own shareholders. That is People like us that are actual investors in the company, but they actually have a board that are shareholders as well. And they hold stock in Apple as well as even the CEO like Tim Cook himself. He's get he's get paid in Apple stock and so forth and so forth times the outstanding shares. So outstanding shares is basically how much is left over. How much are they acquiescing over the year, year ahead, years ahead? So that's how you multiply to, to figure out how much a market capitalization, how much a company's total share value is and right now apple's dealing in a lot of fuck i call it, i remember i say it every episode fuck you money they're dealing a lot of fuck you money so right now that's kind of what apple is looking at so kind of bringing my co-hosts into this daniel what what are some industries that you can articulate to the audience that apple kind of delves into that we tend to forget a lot of times that is helping growing this company over the years what are your thoughts on that or if you can share some insight. Yeah, Apple has its hands in a lot of different baskets. You know, there's the 
wearables, you know, which is, you know, I guess loosely linked to the fashion industry uh, with the Apple Watches. I think they're on like the eight, like the seven or eight now Apple Watch. Then they have their, you know, homes and accessories portion where there's the Apple TV. Some people forget about, you know, they're actually, they actually have smart TVs, not like the subscription Apple TV. There's an actual Apple TV that is meant to mirror the new smart team Roku kind of industry that they got going on out there in the tech world. And also speaking of streaming services, Apple is in the streaming service industry, which is actually a really profitable section of their streaming, of all of their, uh, what I would call their, their hybrid of, of products and services. And even just, I think in the last year, their like subscriptions to Apple music is like in like 72 million. Um, and, you know, it's, it's a profitable portion of their industry uh, where it's not just music, there's fitness subscriptions, subscription to fitness, a fitness app that they have. Uh, it's a subscription to news. It's a subscription to mm -hmm. their uh, Apple TV, the actual new, uh, video streaming service. So I think, you know, in addition to what we're familiar with, uh, Apple phones, Macintosh, and even their iPad products, I think when you pull all these buckets together, the refinements that they do to the Apple, to the iPhone, yeah, we're not really seeing changes over the years. Like between the 12 and the 13, quite frankly, I don't see the difference, except for maybe the camera. Mm -hmm. But when you look at how their focus is split between the other industries that they have their hands in, they're not really losing much on sales. And that's one of the primary reasons for this $3 trillion market cap is that, you know, despite sales in one uh, particular segment going down, or should I say, uh, not hitting, you know, peak performance years, like in prior years, it's supplemented by these other kind of diverse uh, products and services that Apple has. And that's what's really, that what really makes Apple such a, a unique tech giant competitor uh, when compared to like Amazon and Meta. I mean, Amazon has its own, you know, Amazon's a whole conglomerate. I mean, they, they, they're so big, like they got antitrust issues now. <laughs> so it's like, they are crazy. But uh, within the realms of what we know Apple for, and how they're branching off into all of these different, you know, fields. Like I think now VR is a potential uh, arena that mm -hmm. Apple is going to start to compete in with Meta as they try to develop this VR headset or the EV industry with the Apple car, which is, you know, expected to come 2000, whoever knows when, but that's going to also be in a comp uh, competition with the automobile industry, Tesla, you know, and all those other um, big players. So I think, you know, as we look at Apple from different sides of the board, you know, it's not just one product, one uh, iPhone or one MacBook that's going to really drive the sales. It's all of these components together yeah. that make Apple, you know, what it is. And I think that's the direction it's going where it's, kind of removing itself it, it's putting its focus more so on new uh products and new uh industries versus uh refinement and and culture refinement in its 
you know, iPhones and stuff like that. I think like how business, and that could be the reason why some of these phones are just, you know, little copy and paste with just a few tweaks. You know, it's perhaps that they're pooling more of that talent into the new segments that they're trying to be profitable in. And that's, that's a very important thing that you mentioned. Like you said, their focus isn't solely on the iPhone. And for the audience that's listening and tuning in, watching this and listening to this, it's very important that Daniel mentioned that is Apple isn't as focused on the iPhone. So for iPhone users, if you seem like, yes, the iPhone 12, 13, 14 beyond will probably won't have much of a tweak. Maybe the camera may be enhanced a little bit and then that's about it. That's not by coincidence. That is done on purpose because the fact of Apple controls various industries. They have something called free cash flow. Free cash flow is basically money that a company has to basically utilize for its own personal use. Now that's through R&D or research and development. So that's basically when a company wants to refine something or touch an untapped market. So what does that exactly mean? That means that, as Daniel mentioned, Apple originally started as, or is known as primarily a phone company. That was where their bread and butter was. But over time, they've made so much money. They, they're speaking to themselves and saying, how can we shake up a different industry? Introducing watches. They touch the watch industry. That's technically jewelry. They touch the jewelry industry. They touch the tablet industry as well as the computer industry. So they're going against heads like Google, uh, Dell, et cetera, et cetera, HP, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. They're touching now, like he said, they're touching TV, media. They've touched media. They have news, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Now they're touching auto, the automobile industry. Look at how many, and these, this is even the full list of things that I mentioned. They've already touched four different industries outside of just the phone industry. This is why they have such vast amount of money and wealth generated in this company as a whole, because they have Apple, 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 Apple here in all these other industries. But collectively, they're the main entity that's controlling it or or managing it, so to speak. So that's very important. This is why companies such as Apple, Google, Meta now, formerly Facebook, which controls media, it's very important to pay attention as to where these tech companies or tech giants are trying to move this industry. Now we're in virtual reality. This is something that's very important. Obviously, Apple is getting into it. Google is getting to it. Um, Oculus is already there. So obviously, as you know, this is a, a industry now that is taking over and is here to stay. So it's very important that Apple will be a part of history. There's been reports also that Tim Cook, the CEO of Apple, uh, after uh, Steve Jobs had passed, who took over Apple is looking to step down by in the next three years. So with the Apple car set to come out in the next couple of years, and obviously with Apple building their own virtual reality headset, I'm sure he also wants to be a part of history and also want to have his hands in that as well. So that's very important to know because of the fact of Tim Cook was ha- has been there to see them take over the watch industry, the the media industry, now the car industry and the virtual reality industry. So this also is very important as as for for my entrepreneurs that's listening, you need a right leader in place that knows how to make money and shake up industries for your business. 
Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that just because you have a certain company, you have to go and go into various other companies. <laughs> That's not what I'm saying at all. But what I'm saying is that as a leader, it's very important that you are able to understand that your company has to have work around capital or cash flow. Like I said, you have to have you have to have free money in your company where you're able to utilize it for other various parts of your business. That's going to be very important. And that is very important. This is why Apple's market capitalization is so high. That's why, because of the fact of they have so many industries that they're involved in and they're dominating in. It's not just that they're in it. They're also dominating in very important to know. So that's kind of right. something that, yeah, yeah, something we want to kind of highlight for you guys is, is, is just not getting in the industry, but it's really leaving your imprint, really leaving, leaving a, sta a stamp there where people can really understand that you're here to stay. So that's why I said with, with the Apple car coming out, and if you guys listened to the last episode, I did mention that my thoughts were, I believe that this year, Apple is going to be vastly involved in the car industry. They're going to be announcing the Apple car. They're going to, you're going to be seeing commercials. Uh, you're going to be seeing promos about it as well as the virtual reality aspect as Daniel mentioned, because that's just something that we're in your thoughts. On and, that. you know, and I think it's going to really, you know, with Apple reaching this $3 trillion uh, market cap and with all of the services and products that they're planning to distribute to the public within the next few years, I feel the expectation for Apple is going to increase heavily as compared to last year. And if you look at it from an investor and consumer perspective, there could be slight cause for concern, but also a, a very positive upward trend. And what do I mean by that? If you look at certain companies, like Apple is in, is in a cycle where it has a positive pattern of success. So there's going to be a chain reaction. It's like a domino effect, you know, as you mentioned, Charles, their success in this industry leads to success in another industry when they, you know, put the pieces all on the, all on the board. Now, albeit not all of their, you know, uh, products, you know, alternative products are the most successful, like the HomePod, little the Siri uh, speaker thing. I mean, that got, you know, this it produced some sales, but mm -hmm. it wasn't their top earner within, you know, that home goods wearables um, trend. Uh, and some of their, you know, even some of their newer, I would say, maybe not so much in 2020 and 2021, but, you know, there have been trends where like 2018, 2019, they've been downtrends of just certain iPads and maybe even um, some of their computers that just don't meet the quota that they expect. But and error. in that, mm -hmm. uh, going into kind of this new year with everything that Apple is going to push out within the next coming years, not to mention dealing with some of the chip shortages and labor shortages that have happened. Yeah. I think the expectation is going to be pretty high uh, with how the stock price and, and, you know, consumer optimism, there's, I think there's going to be an air of caution for how we look at Apple, you know, as a whole, like we, we, I feel it's, it's going to be one of those companies or one of those periods as an investor where 
you really can't be blindly optimistic to Apple just because they're at a $3 trillion market cap and just because they have all of these um, new innovative products that they're going to come out with because it, it drives a certain level of expectation, like I keep going back to it, uh, that if Apple, let's say, should decide to you know, focus primarily on VR, mm-hmm. you know, for the next two years, as opposed to the Apple car, right? Because mm-hmm. I think they do one at a time as opposed to everything at once. Right. And I hope that's what they continue to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's going to, right, have its, I would say, there's going to be a, a sort of, you know, battle between the demand for what Meta is going to do versus what Facebook, uh, what Apple is going to do. Um, kind of like the HP versus Macintosh thing, but just in a VR setting, right? Because I think Apple right now, they're trying to be the, the dominant. They're trying to be the, the tech giant in the battle between uh, the battle, the VR battle, I would say between Apple and Facebook, because Apple, does, they, they butt heads like, you know, as, as uh, corporate rivals, they bump heads all the time. So, oh, you know that already. You know, I, yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 you know, it's nothing new, but yeah, like, you know, to sum that up, I think it, it's going to be um, interesting to really see how the markets respond to the things that Apple will, you know, the, the performance that Apple has over the first quarter. Mm-hmm. And I think especially even in the second quarter, because the first quarter, there's a lot of noise. But in the second quarter, I think it's going to be interesting, um, especially as they have their like end meetings, they produce their Q1s. Like it's going to be interesting to see how the, the markets react. I can't really predict what will happen, but I know over overly optimistic, uh, you know, in, in investor uh, perception of Apple. It, it 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 will have a, a direct impact on how you know apple's numbers will show when their sales when their uh, revenue start to come in for the quarters yeah this is a this is going to be a key year for apple my my thoughts just based on my research and my understanding of apple obviously i, I love apple I've, I've been following apple even as an investor as well as just a fan of apple obviously i'm an apple user as well I do have a, a tablet for Apple. I'm trying to hopefully transition to the to their phone this year as well. Oh man, yeah, coming to the other yeah, side. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so so it's like um, you know, it's, it's important just to kind of steady them and understand kind of how they're trying to trend. And I think this year will be a big year for Apple because of the fact, like I mentioned, I think Apple is in a deadline. I believe that that's the discussion between the corporate heads, uh, which is basically their shareholders, as well as basically the face, which is the CEO, CEO, example, et cetera, et cetera, down as to when exactly can we execute a lot of these things that we have set in place. They have the Apple car. They have uh, the VR headset aspect of it. They also have their, they still have their iPhone. Their iPhone is always going to be their bread and butter, obviously. Yeah. So it's like, what exactly? So it's like, what are they kind of innovating in that perspective as well? Because they, they do also have to look at their competitors. Obviously mine, I know my Apple users would be like, Oh, Samsung, but they ain't got no chance, whatever the case is. But if you really pay attention, the numbers are close. Android and Apple have very close numbers. They do. And, and they do yearly. And usually it's not by coincidence if one person drops a phone, it seems like the following week or month ahead, the other person f- follows up because they're usually going back and forth to see exactly what 
can they do first to get to the consumer? So that is why, if you ever notice that Apple's commercials seem to be above and beyond, it's not by coincidence. That's just something that, you know, Apple invests in because they know that if they can reach a target audience a lot quicker than some of these other competitors that they have, that will kind of help their sales. That's not always the case. Like Daniel mentioned, not every company will have successful products. Every, every company has its failures with its successes, even as, as a great company like Apple. You can be worth $3 trillion, but still come out with a product that's shitty. It's just, it's a trial and error aspect. That's the part of the research and development that I mentioned earlier. You have to see what your audience likes, what they gravitate towards to, what works with the, with the industry or the times that you're in. So it's not by coincidence that Apple is jumping in this VR space because the fact is they want to be part of history, but they want to be on the right part of history. They want to make sure they have the headset that if you, if you get on, you watching whatever you want to watch. You want to watch. You want. You want to be in a, a certain space. You want to be in France. You want to be at the Clippers game, the Knicks game, whatever the case is. You do it, but it looks like you literally can touch the NBL LeBron James or whatever as soon as you fucking step on the court. Now, this is what that I believe the virtual space is going to tap into. This is why I think Apple is going to really shake things up. Is in that VR space also outside of just the car industry because. My thoughts on, are on this, and if you ever paid attention to any successful car company, it is hard to work in the automobile industry. It is very, very, very hard. Let me explain why. The reason why, and my apologies if it sounds like I'm scrambling. I'm not scrambling. I'm trying to bring this all together, audience. So it's very important to note. It is tough to be in the automobile industry. How do I know this? Just just if you go on YouTube, go on Google, look up anybody that's in charge from freaking uh, uh, General Motors uh, to Ford, whatever the case is, all the way down to Tesla. You can look out from all the way from the 18, uh, 1900s, early 1900s, all the way till now. It is tough. Why? Because one, you have to have the right engineers. You have to right, have the test aspects. You have to have the right permits. You have to, in the, a lot of people don't know that. To have a car, to build a car in a certain state, you have to have a certain licenses and permits that follow. And sometimes you can get denied just based on the fact of it depends on whoever is signing off to see if you have, if you really know what the hell you're doing. You have to also promo. How are you going to promo? How are you going to be able to have it out there where people can actually want to be invested? Because of the fact that you're in an industry that there's there's uh, hundreds of, of car companies that you don't even know the names of some of them that are out there. So this is all important. So... The virtual reality space is something that's still fresh. It's still new, but it's growing very, very quickly. So Apple's saying to themselves, how can we get ahead of this, but in a way that we have the right users and the right customers following what we're doing as opposed to Meta, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, Robolics, all these other companies that are out there. So that's very important. Now, I believe that Apple is going to do a partnership with one of these companies, whether it's Fastly, Robolic, Robolics, is that how you say the name, Daniel? Robolics? Yeah, and all these, so. yeah, one of these, I do believe that Apple will do a partnership with one of these VR space companies, uh, gaming industries. I believe that's going to be sometime in the near future, possibly this year. I will keep a heads out for that. That's not something I personally know. That's just something that I'm assuming, just knowing Apple and how they do game-changing stuff. Now, back, mm -hmm. back to what we're saying of them getting ahead of everything. There's a reason why the Apple 
falls in the $3 trillion market and why Google, why Meta and the rest of them are still catching up, even Amazon to some aspect, even more like the e-commerce space. The reason being is because Apple is, what, what do they do? What is their moniker? Their moniker is think different. That is what Apple does. They think different. How? Because they get ahead of the curve. Before, do you think that Apple didn't know about the VR space before the VR space became popular? Come on. <laughs> if you have money, you have you have connections and they know what's happening in the world. And it's not just Apple. These are all these other giant companies that are out there. But Apple does it because they have they have the right they have the right capital. They have the right uh, industry makers, which is the people are they are the face of the company. They also have the right partnerships. Now, Daniel mentioned something about chips. Now, Apple is in the process of doing a building their own chips. Why can they do it? They got fuck you money. They can just hire somebody to build it for them. <laughs> they don't have to go to uh, Japan and all these Taiwan, all these other company uh, industries out in these other countries. They can just do it themselves from their own comfort of their own place in California, et cetera, et cetera. So this is very important. Now, doing a little bit of a transition, what does that look like for competitors of Apple? Well, who are competitors of Apple? Let's take a look, Daniel. We're going to name them as we go along and just bounce off. I'm going to bounce off the names off of you, Daniel, all right? First one, competitor of Apple, Alphabet, which is Alphabet is Google. That's a competitor. Why is Google a competitor? Meet in spaces. What does that mean? We're in a pandemic. We're going to be in pandemic for a long time. Sorry, guys. I know I'm not the bearer of bad news. That's just a fact, <laughs> right? We're getting fucking boosters yeah. like it's flu shots right now. So, so what, how does that look like for the work industry? A lot of people are going to be working from home permanently. And if you're not working from home permanently, you're probably going to be there half of the year at home, half in the office for probably a very long time. Now, Apple with the VR headspace, I believe a lot more companies in the next couple of years will be actually adopting virtual headsets as a mandatory thing to do virtual meetings where let's say Daniel's my coworker. If I put this on, I can virtually see Daniel sitting next to me in this fucking meeting space or be in the, in the meeting space. Like we're doing now, obviously you have the zooms of your world. You have, uh, you have the Google meeting, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But virtual reality feeling like you're actually there is a lot more key than actually kind of you know acting like you're there that's very important now it's, it's going to be interesting to see that play out because charles as you see as you say it i envision it literally mm -hmm. a headset that is created by apple and probably works well with some type of third party uh meeting you know entity like hey maybe zoom might decide because zoom prices have been going up well at least uh you know at the beginning of the pandemic yeah Zoom was radically used by companies for virtual meetings. So I wouldn't be surprised if as this VR uh, headset or whatever they decide to do, as they integrate it with the workplace environment, pending that we're all going to be virtual for the next year and a half, which I see happening uh, without fail. Yeah, yeah there's definitely going to be some interesting changes within that type of space where... Apple can see the opportunity and dominate it instantly, right? And you know that's not to say other firms won't do that. I mean, Meta's already kind of ahead of the ball with it. Yeah. But 
in terms of, as we say, you know, that culture refinement that Apple likes to do where they really have, they really create products that users will just want to get, right? They have the, the, the marketing campaign, they have the experts who know how to, you know, psychologically capture us just because it's Apple, right? And we talk about, you know, that's really brand recognition and how they, you know, position their products at the right time for distribution. Mm-hmm. Those all play a factor. And I think as we get closer towards the end of the year and how this whole COVID thing plays out, you know, we're going to see really where Apple's position is, not just with the VR headset, but I think that is the the next logical step for them, but also with, you know, all the, several of the other projects, because as they try to lean in towards this whole work at home work environment, maybe their streaming services might get an upgrade, who knows? Uh, but I think, yes, the pandemic and the workplace environment being more home as opposed to in office is going to really impact not just Apple, but also its competitors uh, this year, you know, especially Microsoft, right? Microsoft, Microsoft has its own, you know, pool of products like Teams and and so forth that are used and their Azure services. I think that's going to be a, you know, in, in its own bucket for competition uh, as we go into this year. So it's, it's going to be real interesting to see what what Apple does to try to, you know, integrate itself as we transition into this BR space, because wh- whether we like it or not, I mean, we're working virtually, you know, most of us, and a lot of this VR content is being pushed to the forefront because of the times we're in. I think that if this was five years ago, it wouldn't be as much of a focus point or a talking uh, point for, you know, not just in corporate, but, you know, as, as us as consumers, because we're always like, when are we ever going to be home? But now we're home all the time, right? So I think, you know, just seeing how companies are able to kind of dictate the future and create products in response to that is very fascinating, honestly. Like, it's, it's, it's quite amazing. If I really sit back and look at how VR is coming to the forefront, because as a kid, I heard VR all the time, but it's like, now you're actually seeing it, you know, and it's just crazy. And it's, I think most of it is linked to the times that we're in. Yes, it's, it was in discussion before and all that, but, you know, I really don't think it would have taken off as quickly if, um, you know, the Rona hadn't did what it did, you know? Exactly. And that's exact the key, the last sentence you said is actually the key, the key word for that, or the key sentence is, if Corona didn't happen, a lot of these things probably wouldn't have seemed as real as it is now. Obviously, I just think with the generation that we're in, eventually would have got there, but it yeah. helps. It definitely helps speed things up for better or worse, as they say. So, transitioning as we kind of just highlighted, what I what I want to do is take this time to kind of just wrap up where I believe that we see Apple kind of heading towards. Now, and what do I mean by that? Not just in terms of how much money, because we all know these companies make money. I mean, it depends how much, but all these companies generally make money. Like you have the metas of your world now, they're always going to be making, because they dominate at least 60% 60 of the social media market share. So what does that mean? So Facebook, Instagram, uh, what's the other one? WhatsApp, uh, et cetera, et cetera. That's important. You also have the space of 
innovative innovation, so to speak. A lot of these companies are innovating. Why are they innovating? Because of the fact of, like I mentioned, every company, as well as our own, Daniel, don't we want to be on a part of history? We want to be the ones that did it first. We were the ones that were able to create this world, this space. Now we're talking about virtual reality. We're highlighting virtual reality audiences because this is the space that is the challenge now for a lot of these companies. What does that mean? That means that you're in a, you're in a world, whether it's, you feel is real or not, whatever the case is, the point is you're in a world now where you can be next to somebody being thousand miles away and virtually see them being in, in, a, in a room sitting together with someone that I live in the United States. I'm in the world in the same room with somebody that lives in Africa or China or Europe. Think about that. Think how crazy that is just by putting on a headset and connecting with this individual. You have people now buying virtual real estate land. We're, I'm going to save that for another episode. We're going to highlight, you know, what that exactly means. But think about that. People are buying digital land and actually owning towns in this virtual reality space. This is something that the world is moving towards. We used to watch cartoons. We used to watch movies, sci-fi movies that kind of talked about and kind of showed these type of things. This thing is becoming a reality now. And companies like Apple, companies like Alphabet, Google, companies like Meta, and these are just the big names. You have other industries as well, companies in these various industries as well that are getting ahead of this space. So this is very important audience that's listening. Now, what I want to transition is, if you haven't been an investor in Apple, you need to be an investor in Apple. Let me repeat that. If you haven't been an investor in Apple, you need to be an investor in Apple. I'm going to keep saying that and saying that until, <laughs> until somebody listens to me, trust me. And I'm not saying that to say because the fact Apple is paying us, Apple isn't paying us, trust me. If they did, shit, I wouldn't be here right now. I'll be somewhere over <laughs> a vacation or something. Be trust on me. island. <laughs> exactly. So it's very important to know. The reason why I'm saying this is because companies like Apple are the companies that will make you money as an investor on the stock market. Very important. Now, why is that? Because of the fact of they're the companies that are shaking up the industries that you're actually living your life in. Think about that. You're, we use, you use your iPhone. You use um, your vir virtual reality now. You use your Apple, Apple Watch for those for fitness, for answer calls, et cetera, et cetera. You have a MacBook. Uh, tablet, whatever the case is, to go online, do your research, do what you need to do on there. All these things are dominated by one company. This is what we want to highlight. So audience, Apple has a $3, a $3 trillion uh, market capitalization. Guess what? It's going to get higher. <laughs> and you know, I, I really want to like just nail that in real quick because there is a lot of talk about how oh, the price of the stock is here or it's it's reaching like maturity levels and this and that. And it's it's it, it, like, no, no, that's 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 not the case at all. I mean, like, yes, like some companies, the stock can really tank. But when you reach the level that Apple is at, when you reach the level that Google's at, when you reach the level that Meta is at, I mean, look at look at Amazon. Like it's 3000, it's like crazy 3000 a share or something. Right? right. And it, it, it was probably a few years ago. I can't remember the specific date, maybe 2016 or something. It was like maybe five, 600 a share or something. Like it was, Amazon was very 
I would say like less than half, like it, like it grew exponentially in the last six, seven years. Right. And the same thing can easily happen for Apple. Mm -hmm. The same thing can easily happen for Apple. Will it reach 3000 a share? I don't know. I'm not going to say yes, but it'll definitely at the least probably double Mm -hmm. what it is now. I could say that comfortably. Right. 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 And that's after the stock split that happened um, in 2020. So, you know, I think uh, when you look at Apple and you look at what it is now in terms of, you know, stock price and things like that, it, it, it's definitely still not in the early stages, but it's at a point where if you invest a large portion of, you know, your free cash flow, your fuck you money, mm-hmm. it will give you good returns. Right. Right. And there's a number of ways you can invest in Apple. You don't have to directly buy the stock. You can buy it as part of an index fund, whatever the case is, whatever is comfortable for you, but Apple should be in your portfolio, you know, outright. You know, you should, have a, you should have something Apple related in there, whether it's, you know, actual stocks or, you know, pieces of the stock, whatever the case is, however you want to do a fractional sharing, like just get Apple in that portfolio, right? right. Because it's going to grow and you're going to want to be on the receiving end of when Apple decides to pay out its shareholders via dividends and things like that. So I would just keep that in mind as you look at Apple, don't look at what it is now, look at what it can become in terms of its stock price, mm-hmm. because that's what happens with all companies. You look at the now and it's difficult to really envision what it could be. But if you really look at the historical facts, it can paint the picture more or less of where the company is gonna go. And Apple is the type of company, like I said, it's in a cycle where it's had a positive pattern of returns. Apple really hasn't had a year, I could say, that's been a terrible year for them. Mm-hmm. They've moderately had decent, um, you know, increases in revenue throughout the last decade. So I'm comfortable investing my funds in Apple. And, you know, those are the types of indicators that you look for with any company. If you see a positive trend, you go with the positive trend. If you see a negative trend, you question it. But even so, it's also important to recognize that market conditions can change companies at any time. So whereas you invest, you invest smart. You know, you use money that you can afford to lose, not the money that, you know, you're going to, it's going to keep you awake at night. So right. keep those things in mind. But as Charles said, yeah, get yourself some Apple. Like if you, even if you don't like the products, get the stock. Agree. Yeah. And, and that's and that's very important. You don't you don't have to use the products to make the money from those that are basically paying for the products, if that makes sense. Let me repeat what I said. You don't have to use the products to make money from the people that pay to get those products. So that just means that you can be an investor in Apple and you don't even have to have a single Apple product. But if you want to make some extra money, make think about it. If you have, let's say, you invest $100 a month, right? There's 12 months, so you have 1200 And let's say that Apple stock, you invest, you bought like, let's say Apple stock jumps about, I'll say 60% by the end of this year, right? So that 1200 is now almost close to 3000 
and you have 3,000 sitting in your account. So if you, the iPhone that you wanted to get, as opposed to you actually having to use your regular cash, you can actually get paid out in dividends. You get paid like, let's say like a th- uh, 500 or uh, every quarter or something or semi quarter or whatever the case is. You can actually just pay that using the revenue that you uh, acquiesced through investing in Apple stock. Because the thing is that this is what we want you guys to think about is how to use other companies, the companies that you're paying for, how to use the money that they're giving you to pay for their own products. That's where you want to get to as an investor. I'm still learning how to get there. And I'm sure Daniel is as well. Mm -hmm. But we know people that do this. And this isn't something that we, this isn't something we're just telling you. There's people that you literally use the revenue that they make from the stock market in the companies they invest in to pay their phone bill, to buy the iPhone that they want, to buy the, the bag they want, et cetera, et cetera. These are people that have learned the game, that have mastered the game. But anyone can do it. It takes time. It takes effort. It takes discipline, especially in our generation. A lot of times we're undisciplined with our money. I've fallen victim to that. I'm sure Daniel can attest to that many times where maybe as opposed to us putting it into the market, we're like, oh, let me just get this jacket or get this bag or get this thing. I'll just get it later. But later always becomes later, 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 and you never do it. Why not just do it now? That bag will be, that jacket will be there, you know, tomorrow. The point is that, but you being on the right side of history, making money for yourself, where you don't have to use your own personal money, you can have what the company pays you pay for something else. That's the beauty of that. That's the beauty, the most beautiful thing. As they say, the American dream, that's the world dream you want to get to. That's very important. So I want to leave you with guys with this question before we wrap things up. Why, where are you as an investor and where do you need to get to as an investor to get into involved with companies like Apple, like Google, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. What things do you need to do? to get there and what are what aren't you doing to get to that level very important i want to thank those tuning in from spotify apple Podcasts, as well as youtube my name is charles dan so daniel your last thoughts for our end this you pretty much said it all you know um look into apple invest in apple invest in yourself and yeah man i'm gonna take that quote home with me man uh investing uh, what, what, what was the quote again? Use, nope. <laughs> use what, the company's money. <laughs> what using companies money to buy the, their products for yourself. That's oh, important. Man. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's, that's, that's deep right there. I hope yeah. y'all really digest that message. Cause whew, yeah. yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> that was it right there. Exactly. So, so it's, it's, it's just, just being on that right, right side audience is just very important to do. And there's ways to do it. Like I said, if you have any questions, this is the dance soul pitch. We will leave our email information for you guys to reach out to us with questions. We love questions. So feel free to reach out, DM us. If you don't feel like actually writing us an email, we will respond to you. We are just here to help better you guys. We're looking to grow uh, you, your, your portfolio, your business portfolio, as well as your personal individual revenue. So that's what we're here to do, guys. We love it. Um, we're here to, uh, you know, just help you out. Our next episode, I think we'll get into the real estate market, more to come with that. But again, this is Charles Danso, joined by Daniel Goodman. This is a Danso Pitch, episode 58. See you guys later. Peace.